Daily DVR presents The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart is presented by Cufflinks.com, our presenting sponsor. Thank you, Cufflink.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Save 20% off your order, no minimum. Now, we want to wish everyone safety, health, love, prosperity. We know that this is a difficult time with COVID going around. We hope everyone is healthy, but we do know that someday we're going to beat this. We're going to get out there. We're going to wake up in the morning. We're going to want to look good. We're going to want to step out and feel confident. And when we do that, we want to be wearing something from cufflinks.com. So cufflinks.com has slashed a bunch of prices. Go over to their sale page. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR. Click on sale items. You'll see a bunch of sale items. They do have some sales coming up. They plan on doing May the 4th, Star Wars Baby, and some new Marvel X-Men items, some new Empire Strikes Back items. So there's still new stuff coming to cufflinks.com. So head over to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Today, we'll be talking about The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, Season 1, Episode 3. That's right, people. Kesha is here to judge, and it's time to batch it up. Hello, and welcome back. My name is Axel. My co-host today, of course, is Sarah. How you doing, Sarah? I'm doing great. Great to be talking another week about Listen to Your Heart. Yes, that is true. Tonight, last night's, I almost said tonight, last night's episode was pretty interesting, kind of like a split affair mm-hmm. um, with the uh, more Bachelor stuff and then the singing. It was a little, I, I, I liked it, but uh, let's, let's, we'll, we'll talk it out. But for those of you who are <laughs> new, uh, you can check out more about our podcast at dvrpodcast.com. And you can also subscribe to Daily DVR, which this podcast, that's another feed that this podcast runs on. That is actually the master feed for all of our podcasts. We just finished up Better Call Saul. We're doing Westworld. Uh, then we're soon going to be getting back into the second season of Mindhunter. So check out dvrpodcast.com and please do subscribe. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Subscription does help. We have an Instagram too. What's our Instagram again? At batch it up underscore pod. Yeah. All right. At batch it up underscore pod. And first though, before we talk about listen to your heart, We're going to talk about a little news. There's a feud brewing. Now, I saw this Claire and Matt James are feuding. I didn't get where it came from. So I I think Claire may need to – well, so I'll explain what's going on. So basically, Matt James has gotten on Cameo, and he has pledged all of his Cameo earnings to a charity in New York to help COVID-19 relief, which – Lovely cause. Love to see it. Um, I Then Claire got on Twitter and tweeted, if you're making a cameo and doing interviews before you're even on my season, you're not here for the right reasons. And while she did not call out Matt James by name, everyone really inferred that she was referring to him. Um, but when someone, I think it was Olivia from Ben's season, uh, responded and said, who are you talking about? Or are you talking about Matt James? And she was like, no, I'm talking about multiple men. But 
really there's only one other person from that's you know supposed to be on her season that's on cameo and he was a professional football player so it kind of makes sense why he would be on cameo um but yeah i think i think a lot of people are team matt james on this because everyone wants to see him on her season so that we can maybe get him as the next bachelor but i don't know if this bodes well for for them to have a connection when they eventually film her season. Well, this is, I found this to be really interesting because not only is it like an intergenerational type of war, you know, like as far as bachelor nation goes, I mean, they're, they are a bit different in age. She's like 10 something years older than him, right? About Yeah. About 10 years, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not huge, but it's like the kind of the bachelor nation generations and, but this is Claire, though. People have mm-hmm. to remember. She just gets really angry very quickly sometimes for not a lot of reason. And then she quickly gets happy. And like that's why I think her season, hopefully when they finally shoot it, is going to be so much fun. Because she really like – she does not suffer fools. But she doesn't always know who the fool is. Right. That's kind of her thing. So it doesn't make it doesn't surprise me that she jump on him for something like this. But, you know, like you said, why does everybody want him? Because they want him to be the bachelor, not exactly. because they want him to be with Claire. So no. Which which I think is an is an interesting thing to to be happening with Bachelor Nation. The fact that we just want people to become part of Bachelor Nation so that we can get them for yeah. other things. Um, I think is an interesting, I don't know. It, it's weird because you're absolutely right. I don't really want, I don't think Matt James and Claire are going to end up together at all. I just want him to be on there so he can be in the pool of people to get picked to be the bachelor. Yeah. And it could be like an internal frustration from her with the casting, the men they've chosen. Right. You know? Right. Um, right. So I don't know. I think either way, I think it's kind of fun because this is how Claire is and right. people should get used to it because throughout her season, she's going to do stuff like this all the time. And she's also going to think some guy who we all think is terrible is the greatest thing on earth. Very true. So <clears throat> it's going to be fun. I had a news item that, that I don't know if you'd seen about Hannah Ann's birthday party. Did you see this? I, I did. I, I forgot about it. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to my roommate about this yesterday and we're, it's honestly just so frustrating that, um, that she allegedly threw herself a birthday party during quarantine. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a good look. I mean, she needs to know that, (laughs) that she has a platform now. Uh, And I mean, I think that's kind of what she was hoping for, you know, and she needs to know you got to use that for good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, and be be a good role model. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's not cool. I mean, and then there were some people commenting, um, oh, well, she had been in contact with these people. That's not how you do quarantine people. You're not supposed to pick 20 friends that you can can hang out with because guess what? They all pick 20 friends. and They're mm-hmm. not all the same ones that you picked. Exactly. And then it's just like you're all standing in a room together. But, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, she's young. I think that you can only imagine all of these people, these influencers and – um actors, actresses, performers in general, right? Who are not getting the attention 
it's not just the online attention. It's also when you, you feel it online that I'm sure then when they go out, it's like physically people, oh, I want your audio. You know, they have all that attention and they're not getting it. So I think it's not only, it's not just that she had the party. It's that she posted all the pictures and you could obviously see that she set a table for like 20 people, <laughs> like, you know, and, and, then, and that's the thing. Like if you're going to do it, if you're going to break the rules, just don't post about exactly. it. Be, be smart. Yes. Know that, that you have people looking up to you, whether you like it or not yeah. and are going to follow your lead. And it's just, it, it was very irresponsible and, and it was disappointing to see. Not cool and continues my dislike of Hannah Ann, fake, 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 you know, just, I mean, that's what that even, that's what I mean. Like you're going to post it, but you're going to try to fake it. Like people weren't there or leave it up in the air that it wasn't like the post. She said, Oh, Hey, listen, it was a virtual. No, she knew what she was doing, you know? And I think that that's just kind of silly and it, it it's not a good look, but you know, <laughs> whatever she got, obviously got the attention. We talked about it. <coughs> that's all she wanted that, is back it up to talk about it. That's that's a good point. <laughs> what I heard at least, you know, somebody DM'd me. Um, all right, let's jump into the show. What were your overall impressions of this kind of split episode here? So I was happy to finally find out what the end goal of the show is. So that was, that was um, nice to hear from Chris Harrison that, now that we've gotten past, the, I guess what, what I'll call the coupling phase, now it's the conscious now it's, coupling. Yeah, now it's on to the more like the American Idol phase, um, which I'm I'm digging. Um, I, I enjoyed the episode overall. I, I really like just hearing people sing and having you know singing competitions. So yeah, and there there wasn't really a ton going on outside of the Julia drama, um, but. I think overall it was a solid episode. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I do think though that this whole thing reeks of they never knew what they were doing or <laughs> they left they tried to leave it open to kind of improv it on the fly, right? With right. the producers, editors, Chris, whatever. I mean, even he seems like the the stuff that's written for him is purposefully vague mm -hmm. up until he said, okay, finally, after, you know, six hours of, you know, or whatever, five hours of, of this show, we're going to tell you that you now have to be couples. You're going to compete and the winner gets to record a song and with a producer and gets really all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. So that gets, gets to go on tour, which yes. I think is wild that's incredible but, i mean what are they gonna do play a couple songs when ben higgins does gets back out on the road you know what i feel like it's still a little kind of obtuse they're not really right. saying it so i don't dislike it because we want something to watch we're all in quarantine and this has been a lot of fun my wife and i've had a blast watching this and laughing along making fun of people. The music I thought was more, much more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I like the way they've handled it, but it kind of does reek of them not really knowing what they were doing. And I only hope that I hope they do it again. And I hope that we know, and the 
contestants know exactly what's happening from the beginning yeah. because the you have 20 minutes to form a lifelong coupling that you're going to go out on tour with each other thing was I wasn't really feeling that if they had come in on that and had many more contestants and many like half the people went home on the first night you know but they had like 30 people or something um, I agree I think I think it definitely was a numbers thing and I yeah. think Hopefully we do get another season of this and I I hope you're – yeah, I agree with you that they have a bigger pool and that they know what they're getting themselves into going into this at the beginning. Because it could be kind of like it allows for more of an openness in the strategy. Right. Because the thing with – let's just get into the Brandon-Julia thing because they pick up right up with him whispering at her. You know, I'm glad that you're still here. You know, oh, oh I di- he says to her, oh, I didn't pick you because I knew Sheridan was gonna. Yeah. And, and that's just, uh, and I mean, Julia does come back and say, I mean, that's not really fair to yeah, Savannah. No. Which, n- absolutely. I just, I think. Nor I her. Like, absolutely. 100%. I did not like that at all. I I understand where his, his head was at, but that that's just not okay, dude. It's. Ugh, it no. was slimy, slimy. Yeah, it was. It was. But the thing I found interesting is the rest of the episode, we got very little of his side of this, almost nothing. It was all Julia and a conversation or two with Savannah. Yeah, we were getting a lot of Julia. It, and I and I don't know. I, I was – the whole time I was like, there's no way – there's this has to be like the producers twisting some. There's no way that she, like she was acting like this like so much. It just it seemed overboard for me. Yeah, I don't know. I I agree. I think it was. I mean, it was cray cray. She was just the whole. She was in the conversation that they had where she was saying it's it's not that I like him. When two minutes ago on her interview she was saying how she. The way I feel about Brandon is so deep, you know, and it it just, I don't know. I mean, I think this show in general is a lot of producer stuff, like down to the fact that they obviously picked who went home. Right. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I really, I want to know what, what, um, uh, Jason Mraz, Kesha, and Jordan and uh, JoJo's like point totals were because I think yeah. it was more like they just were like, yeah, we should all send him. They, they were bad, you know? Um, <laughs> it wasn't really like Olympic scoring that was going on. Yeah. Um, but for this, I agree with you too. Cause I mean, it made Julia look just absolutely awful. There's no, right. you, there's no even taking her side. Um, but it made Brandon look bad in the beginning, but then never returned to the fact that he was kind of the one who kept this going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? So, yeah. and she he, never said to Savannah, Hey, Brandon told me that he wanted me here. Right. So I, I, I yeah. you know, it's like they never really even got a chance to really hash it out. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Brand, I mean, Brandon was the one stirring the pot. And I mean, I think it was, I don't know. I I went back and forth on if Julia should have told Savannah 
what Brandon had said, but I guess, I mean, honesty is the best policy and Savannah should know what was going on. And then, but then later when, when Julia and Savannah were talking, I just, Savannah just seemed like so rational (laughs) and, 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 wait, did I just say, yeah, Savannah sounded very rational. Julia, I just, the things that were coming out of her mouth, I'm like, girlfriend, what, what is going on in your head? It just, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. Brandon seemed to have a spell on a lot of these women and <laughs> I, I guess it just make him make them crazy. I don't know. I don't see what the big deal is about him. I do like his voice a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I think he did not perform as well this episode as he had in the past. I, and I think this is the weird thing, which is my I, I kind of predict, and I didn't watch any of the uh, I never watched the coming next week stuff, but um, I it seems to me that they might be setting up that he actually does end up like breaking off and singing with Julia because I think that he and Savannah do not make a good. A couple as a as a duet. I just don't think they work well together. Their voices just don't seem to really mesh. Like Savannah, try she's good, but she tries to do it straight, and he has that whole Tom Waits the kind of thing you know <laughs> thing going on yeah. that you need to work off of. And I just I think that in the end. Julia and um, uh, Sheridan actually put on a better performance, and it. Oh yeah, and she was oh. so fake with him on stage. I know. I was like, man, this girl is an actress. Oh, <laughs> and that was what she was saying to Savannah. You're so, the, all the PDA. It's just it's you know from zero to a hundred. I and, know, and it's just like uh, look in the mirror, girlfriend. Yep. It, yeah, it was really. It, it, but I think in the end. It might be that she was right for the wrong reasons, you know. True, like she, true. She's right about them not being a good, uh, good um, team as far as singing goes. But I'm looking for the. Is there a term for like people who sing together? A duo. A duo. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking duet, but that's not that. That's what it's called, right? Okay, so they're not a good duo. But I and I think that she's gonna come out on top there. But overall, I think if she's gonna get upset about it, then just spill the dirt and go up there and say to her, "Hey, look, the reason why I'm upset is because you know, 20 minutes before Brandon picked you, we were making out. And by the way, he also told me after exact in the rose ceremony in the same watch room or whatever it's called that." He was glad I was here because he wanted to work it out with me. And he said it again this morning too. Well, I mean, and, and she, yeah, and she did, she did tell Savannah that, which like was wild that, I mean, good for her for being honest, I guess, but yeah. She should just, she just should have laid it all out and see what happens. But instead that I felt like that dude kind of got off and you know what I feel like? Maybe the producers too wanted it to be decided by the singing. Like maybe there was more conversations happening, but we didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then the singing kind of decides it because, well, wait, did you say she, she never told her about their conversations. Did she on camera? Did I miss that? 
Yeah, yeah, Julia told Savannah. Yeah, when they were like in the bedroom with all the girls and they were sitting on that um like little like ottoman thing together and Julia told Savannah like I just want to be honest with you that Brandon like told me that he still wanted to like figure things out and all that. Oh, what how did I miss that? Did I like fall I asleep know. or something? What was her reply? Um, she was pissed and that was like when she started like going outside and crying but and then, was like upset and then Gabe fa- Okay, what happened? And then, then and then Gabe came to talk to her. Oh, okay, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I get all you. that happened at the very beginning and then Gabe came and professed his like desire to That's be with why Savannah. I fr- cause it got mixed up with the whole Gabe leaving thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So poor Gabe did not have his feelings reciprocated and had to go yeah. home. I liked Gabe. I wanted him to stick around. Me too. I thought he was an interesting dude and yeah. I I you know I don't know. I th- I just think that these couples would have done a better job of actually picking someone that they could sing with and not that they'd fall in love with. Yeah. Be- because in the end, you can fake the shit on stage with the falling in love. You can't fake the singing part. You're singing. True. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I think that is like the plot twist that they didn't know going into this. Had they known, it may have worked out differently. Yeah. And it doesn't, but I don't know that that really comes off as much of uh, how that benefits the audience. You know what I mean? Like us. True. Um, So what happened? Gabe went home and also the newbie Ruby went home. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because Gabe just said he wasn't feeling it. It wasn't fair to her. So he he bowed out gracefully. And then nobody picked up on Ruby. Right. Who I thought, I don't know, I guess if he was smart, but I guess his singing, just Danny, did not turn out to be, it was not. I mean, I don't, was this guy really a singer? Because isn't he, doesn't he do like, it keeps on saying that he's a, um, he does impressions a, or something. Yeah. I, I really like wanted to see him do impressions. And and I was like, why do we keep putting this on the screen if we're not going to see any of this happening? Yeah. That, that that was a miss in, uh, in my opinion. That that could have definitely brought brought some good laughs. Yeah. And to, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think we're going to say the same thing. For the date, it would have been – Yes. I think it could have been more of a fun – and his person – I mean his whole personality, that whole date was like – him trying to kind of get her to like him and her being weirdly turning her cheek a lot and yeah, like just say, Hey, I'm not into you, but I want to sing, you know, like, let's see what happens. Like she kind of said that. Yeah. I got to work I, on it, but I just, I can't get past how much he looks like Dylan that just every, <laughs> every time I see him on screen, I'm like, you are Dylan. I don't, I just, I just felt that, it was kind of sad, you know, she yeah. seemed uncomfortable. He was trying his best, wasn't being too forward, but also he was just seeing any and all, anytime she was at all a little nice, he was like, she likes me, <laughs> you know? Well, and, and I thought that was so interesting because they seemed like such a solid couple, the first two episodes. Yeah, and friends, so the fact yeah. that Be- that Becca was just like, uh, I guess I was it was like, just oh. no drama that, made, yeah. you know what I mean? They're just friendly. Yeah, absolutely. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But that was okay. And then the other date with um, Ryan and Natasha, mm-hmm. is this guy, Chris Lane, is he a famous guy? 
So he's a country singer and he's married now to Lauren Bushnell, who was engaged to Ben Higgins, Mm -hmm. which I was, I was very surprised that they brought them on the show because I just, I feel like the franchise is very team Ben. And and so that was, that was kind of surprising to me, but I I mean, I guess, I mean, Bachelor Nation is Bachelor Nation. So, um, I mean, it was cool to see, to see them. I, I obviously like I follow them on Instagram, but they have really, Lauren has not been really a part of, you know, quote unquote, Bachelor Nation, like festivities, I guess, for a while. So it was it was nice to see see her again but back in the Bachelor kinda, world. You could kind of tell, though, because they didn't they tr- they were like, oh, hey, it's Lauren. But then she was like off to the side. It's not like she had a meeting with them and was like, how are uh-huh. you doing on the show? You know? Right. Um, and True. I don't know. It was just, I thought it was awkward. I, I thought yeah. her appearance was very awkward. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, I think they were playing into the fact that she's married to a country singer, yes, you know, and this is the thing. Him. Yeah. Which is interesting, you know, <laughs> that it was more about him, but yeah. well, Hey, yeah. it's listen to your heart. And he's, he's, that was, that seemed like a typical, sing in a bar with your friends kind of song that he was, you know, it seemed kind of everybody was into it. And then, yeah. So and that, that song he actually wrote for Lauren to propose to her. Oh, okay. um, and he like did this whole thing where he like played the song and then like got down on one knee and proposed and it was very cute. Yeah. Those, that is, uh, yeah, it was it was good. You know, I mean, I I I think that Ryan and Nata- Natasha has all of a sudden transformed into Natasha. She's no longer just there to cause trouble, right? Like, she's- yeah, I feel like all that drama is like completely yep. past yeah. them, and it's just weird that it was like such a big issue for like <laughs> five minutes, and now it's like, all right. It was like her entire introduction and her her whole look changed too. Yeah. She looks totally. I said, who the hell is that? She was like, wait, (laughs) that's that New York girl. I said, oh my God, you're right. She just, she is there to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like she knows that she is on a TV show. She came in strong and then she was able to, with producer help, of course, um, kind of flip it to all of a sudden being, you know, what do they keep on calling him? Either um, Sean Mendez, Sean Mendez, who I think I once saw a picture of, <laughs> but I thought he looked. I guess he he does kind of look like John Mayer. He really tries to sing like John Mayer. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. his vibe for yeah, sure. It's not good. I don't. I think uh, you know. Oh well, let's. You want to talk about the perform? Is there anything? Uh, we just talk about the performances, right? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Taking a little break from talking about those crazy listen to your heart people to remind you again to go over to cufflinks.com slash DVR. Use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order at any time. And you know what? We got a lot of time now. We're at home. What do you got to do? You watched everything on Netflix. There's no sports on. So you say, I'm going over to the computer, I'm picking up my phone, and I'm going to cufflinks.com. Let's do it together right now. Check out all these awesome items, because you know what? You may want to look good on camera. You've got a Zoom meeting coming up. Hey, 
get a nice cufflink pair, get a tie, you know, something you can show off, a nice pin, hey, maybe maybe a hand to the queen pin, a hand to the king pin from Game of Thrones. Head over to cufflinks.com and check out everything they've got. Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Um, let's, I guess you want to go in order because uh, who was up first? For, well, actually, let's talk first about the setting. What did you think about them starting off with something, you know, just at the mansion? I was low key. Yeah, I I was like, oh my god, they're actually doing it at this man at the mansion that they're that they're at, and I was like, well, that explains why they got a bigger mansion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was great. I was I loved the vibe. Um, it seemed like the perfect setting for you know I. I can only imagine how many people they can get to actually show up for something like this. I don't know, but I think it was perfect um, for like the first go around. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool the way their, their practice space was like on the same land too, right? Like that looked like a converted barn. Cause if you look behind it, it looks like there's a whole horse track Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I'll when when I'll they go, yeah when they go up, you can see it's like that white fence, and you can see kind of it almost looks like a jumping area and stuff for horses. Oh, interesting. Uh, and that yeah, that looked like a converted barn or something that they were going into to do their practicing. Right. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I thought that it was really cool. I thought it was a really cool idea to start it off small like this. I think if they had just jumped right into a studio. Um, that would have been, or I should say like a big space, you know, or more like where they do after the final rose or something. Yeah. Um, I think it would have felt a little less like, uh, I don't know, kind of personal, you know, Mm -hmm. they were Mm -hmm. bringing the people to there. Um, the judges now, now this guy, Jason, Moraz, yeah, Jason Moraz. Is he okay? He, my wife and yeah. I were both like, he just looked very thin and kind of sickly. He's he's in good health. He's just a skinny dude. Yeah, I think he's just skinny. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't. He didn't look any different than than normal in my eyes. Okay, we were just being yeah. judgmental. It's reality <laughs> TV. Um, Jordan and JoJo loved them. Uh, I love them loved so them. much. So much. Even Jordan, just all of a sudden, his person, I really have to say, I have come, I have really made a 180, not a 36, a 180 on Jordan, which is that I loved their show that you told us to watch. What was it called again? Cash Pad. I loved it. And Lachlan loves it. He watched every episode like without me. <laughs> um, I think Jordan has really has a personality. He was just. Very competitive, I think, right. on the show. Absolutely. And he wasn't able to open up. And he was great. He, They were wonderful. And I mm-hmm. loved every time they talked. They really saved it for everyone else. Because mm-hmm. Jason Mraz said weird shit. And Kesha was not really even there. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they... I, they yeah, Jason Mraz and Kesha were fine, but I really, yeah, I only cared about what Jordan and JoJo had yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, Jordan and JoJo were great. Kesha, I really, I mean, they were obviously cutting around her, you know, and I know that she's had some problems. I don't know too much about it. I know she's had struggles, 
Um, and it's good to see a person maybe trying to get out there. Uh, but I think that that was, if I was like her PR people or whatever, I would say that was not exactly a great guest performance by her. She seemed kind of out of it. I don't really, I didn't really get what she was just kind of jumping in. You could tell they were cutting off what she was saying, um, or shortening it. It was a little awkward, but it did kind of make it more fun. And I have to say, I knew her more than I knew the other guy. Right. So it did I'm, add a little bit like when they announced her, you could see some of the people were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, Kesha's a big star. That that was a big deal that yeah. she was there for sure. What was her song again? That Her big song? Tic Tac. Okay. I, I, not, not, not to be confused with the new with social that. media platform. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember it, but it's like she pronounced things weird, right? Wasn't that kind of her shtick? Um. I I don't know. It was like weird word. I, I don't know. I got. I have to remember. I don't know. I, I all these people confuse me. I'm an old man. <laughs> um, but I do remember her. Um, all right. So let's talk about let's talk about the performances. Rudy, who was up first? Rudy and Matt. Yep. Yeah. So I thought they had a very strong performance. I know. I guess it was last week we were saying when we we heard Rudy just singing along with the piano and we were like I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I thought. She really shined. She was um, great during, during this performance. I thought she was wonderful, and I agree with the judges that Matt was kind of there supporting her. He didn't really have a moment um, per se, yeah. but I think together they worked very well together. I thought that this was the best performance because even though the last performance, what was it? Um, Jamie and Trevor. Jamie, uh, well, oh no, it wasn't them that I thought. And it, maybe it was who didn't it, Jamie? Who had the Backstreet Boys song? That was Julia and Sheridan. Oh, okay. I thought that maybe they got the crowd into it the most. Yes, I agree and, with that. And, and people like it felt like that was the best performance, and Julia well, was and, good. But I thought and, this and was singing, the best. Singing a Backstreet Boys song exactly. helped. That helps a lot. And I do remember I, – I, I remember that song. I could probably sing that song. Um, <laughs> but uh, Rudy was great. Matt was great. But one, this is one of a trend that I noticed. When they were practicing, the guy was always playing the guitar. Yeah. But when they ended up performing, the women seemed to shine way more than the guys. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think – yeah, I think the women – had a great showing so this whole episode. I feel like it's kind of this, th- and I don't know, like, you know, I don't know how it is with musicians who are, you know, like mixed gender, whatever musicians or how it works where one person takes more of a lead in the preparation, but, but the other person then ends up having that practice and shining more, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like these dudes during, during the practice were like, yeah, Hey, I'll show you. Here's my high G chord, or you know, like they're trying to do all that, but then the women are really getting ready and being able to concentrate and have the performance. Um, or if it's just kind of a male thing where they're like, "I'll I'll be the one on the guitar." Yeah, that I mean that I'm sure that played a role in it. Yeah. 
Because a lot of the, I mean, I think most of these women we've seen playing some sort of instrument or strumming a guitar themselves. Right. Absolutely. So um, they're capable. But yeah, this performance was great. Definitely. She kicked his ass. And <laughs> yes. um, we had two, you know, some nice comments. Um, then we had Bree and Chris, who I thought this was, I don't know. I wasn't too into this. I got to be honest with you. He was good. He was good singer, kind of typical soul singer guy. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. not bad, just not really distinguishing himself too much. And she is gets, I don't know. She's a little scary to me, Brie. Really? Think so? Yeah. She looks like she's going to eat your face when she's talking to you. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, I, I liked the performance. I agreed with the judges that Brie was definitely more like trying to perform mm-hmm. to the crowd than to Chris. And, and I, I, I know that that's probably tough because, I mean, yes, you need to make sure you're connecting with the audience, but you are being judged on your like romantic connection on stage. So I can only imagine how hard that is. But I thought I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. think it was bad. Not at all. Yeah. I did not think yeah. it was bad. I just thought she was a little try hard. That's what I mean. Eat your face. She's okay. kind of like ah, you know okay. what I mean? Like a little bit of trying hard. And That's I felt fair. that he was trying to make the connection with her. Yes. But also, a lot of what he does is kind of feel the music, and that's kind of a personal thing. So it just felt off to me. I don't know. I don't think they are going to be long for this. They have a strong relationship, mm-hmm. but they've got to come out of their shell or something because I just felt it wasn't really, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't feel that great to me. And mm-hmm. what song were they singing? I I, I did. Uh, I can't remember. It's some blues like soul guy that I had heard. I had heard of him before actually. Um, I, yeah, I can't, I can't think of it. I, I forgot to write it down. Yeah. And then we have the terrible, I thought Becca and Danny were just awful. See, I actually thought the performance itself was good, but it was just like, you could tell they didn't have any chemistry. I, didn't I, I, I really liked Becca's voice. I, I don't know. Maybe I just, I love, okay. I love musical theater. So I, I love that kind of voice. Oh, me too. As, Are you kidding me, Sarah? Then my wife makes fun of me all the time, trying to get my son into it. He's like, no, dad, I'm not going to sing songs on the stage. Oh, my God. I love it. He should totally do it. Oh, my God. I was Captain Um, Hook. That was one of my famous things in eighth grade. Really? I was Captain Hook. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, there was definitely no chemistry with them. It was definitely a friend zone. But – I I mean I thought the singing was good overall, but I don't know. I guess I guess I may be in the minority with that. I think she was okay. I don't think she was a bad singer. Okay, I think if you if if she was your friend, you'd be like, hey, you're pretty good. Um, <laughs> I thought he was terrible. Like that. Like literally, should not sing in front of people. <laughs> That I, I and I was uh, I, while he was singing, I said to my wife, I was like, "Why is he even on this show? Like, he's not good at all." And well, I don't and mean to be mean to it, the guy; he seemed like a nice dude. The fact that he isn't like a celebrity impressionist, yeah. I'm like that. That 
doesn't make any sense. That is not a genre. Do you just literally just <laughs> do you just mimic how other people sing? Is that what you do? That's just like, isn't that just Jack Black's character in Tenacious yeah, D? Right? It's that, just a it's exactly. an act. It's not. Yeah, he's not good, and and they and obviously they went home, and the right. the reaction from the judges was not good. And this was the one where I think it was Jordan gave a face like oh like that, <laughs> and uh, I felt it. I, I didn't like them, um, but and obviously, like we said, they went home. Brandon and Savannah were next. I agree with you. I thought that I thought Brandon's voice was good, but it just. It didn't. It didn't sound as good because they. The first time they sang together, I could tell. I, I thought, okay, this is the first time they sang together at the jazz club. Mm-hmm. But this time, it just didn't work. And after all that practice, and it still didn't work. I think it felt like they were singing two different songs, and doing a decent yeah. job of it. Him a little bit better than her because she has a good voice, but she's also like. She just has a typical good voice. Right. That's fair. I I thought – I mean I enjoyed the overall performance. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I, – I go easy on these I don't know. I just – You're home. I, you're in your PJs. You're just chilling. Yeah. You're loving it. I just – I enjoy singing competitions and I, trust me, like it, I can get critical but no one really like was bad in my opinion – but I don't know. I I thought they were good. I thought, uh, yeah, no. I only <laughs> thought Danny was bad. I yeah. just felt like that's what I'm saying. I felt like Brand because I'm also judging it on them being a duet, and I yeah. didn't think that they gelled at all. Like you've got to use if he's got that like gravelly, and then she's like, ah, then why don't you do something where you're you've got to highlight that not try to mix it up in a blender and basically make a mush, which is just like, you know, just like something you just drink down real quick, make it nice and highlight the ingredients that you have. And they didn't do that. And I don't think they work well together. I I'm telling you he's ending up with Julia. Cause I think he would work together with Julia. Cause I think the next Julia and Sheridan, it proved that she may be cray cray, but she is a professional. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. really good. I agree. I, I thought that their performance was great and it just showed like just her, her range as like, you know, an actress yes. because she, she sure <laughs> was laying on the charm. Oh God. It was, she was, if they were on stage, she'd kiss him, snuggle him. As soon as they got off and they were behind the stage, he went in for something and she put her head into her own shoulder mm-hmm. to like avoid him. And, mm-hmm. it, and, and then she was the one saying how insincere uh, Savannah was, but Hey, guess what? acting on stage, singing on stage, that is entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's so, it's such a thing. Like you see all these people who become huge stars and these entertainers and you know, you go to shows, they are entertainers. They are dancing. They are, it is theater. It's not, you're not going to see a concert. You're really going to see theater with a lead, you know, with a strong lead. And that's what Julia does. Mm-hmm. Um, and poor Sheridan, though, it was kind of awkward, you know? Like, oh, my God. Oh. It was so awkward to watch. 
I mean, luckily they they had a good song. They had a Backstreet Boys song. They were able to get the like audience into it. And I just no, you can't not love a performance of a Backstreet Boys song unless I, it's I like agree. unless it's unless it's truly bush, butchered. But yeah, I just was I, I my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my god, like Wait, they. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking about, are they the one tell me why? Is that Backstreet Boys too? Yep, that's correct. All right, I got one. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Nice, nice. Um, But yeah, I just, I'm just like, Julia, after all of that, here you are hanging all over Sheridan on stage, acting a fool. I just was like, oh my God. But who knows what's going to happen? But I definitely agree with you. I think I think her and Brandon are going to end up together. And, and I think they. And you know what? I'm actually hoping for it. It's it, it, that's why I think this show could be interesting when they find these weird ways to kind of manipulate you emotionally. Mm-hmm. Where I don't like her, and for that, and I don't like him either. But I kind of think they might be the best duet in this whole group if they can get together because mm-hmm. her, the way her voice is so melodic and his is so gruff if they can figure out a way to do it it could really come off like almost like a disney movie or something you know what i mean yeah. like something like that um next up was natasha and ryan who this was where jason mraz said the weird thing where he's like She's going to take off like a star and leave you far behind. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, God. And I swear that he messed up some lyrics. I think he but did, like, too. I agree. But no one said anything. None of the judges nah. mentioned it. And my roommate and I are looking at each other and we're like, he he definitely just messed up, right? And But it just wasn't mentioned. And we were like, maybe we – misheard you know, i don't know you know, it's not it's not there simon's not there you know what i mean it's about True. the performance i and i actually that always bothered me when i watched american idol because simon that was the only time i thought he was very contradictory where he would say you've got to perform right you've got mm-hmm. to have that thing but then somebody would mess up a lyric and he should know and you haven't you i've been to shows where um, you know, like the mic gets shut off or a lyric is forgotten or someone misses a beat and it actually, the, per, the, the, the way that the person improvises shows you how professional they are. And I well. think that if you can get away with it and still perform, I mean, not that he was super great, but you know, at least she kind of carried him through it. That's true. The only time I've been to a concert where that happened was Justin Bieber at, at, in Atlantic City a couple of years ago, and he totally butchered one of his songs and just didn't have a care in the world. <laughs> See, but that's what you just go, I, I mean, hey, I used to go, I, like I said, like listed my, I've been to so many Elliott Smith shows, um, and uh, he would routinely, because he was messed up, would like forget lyrics or start a song and just stop in the middle and just be like, yeah, I'm just not really feeling this. And then everyone in the audience would go, that's okay, Elliot. We love you. It's all right. And he would go, okay, thanks. And then he'd just start playing another song. So I kind of, oh yeah, every concert, maybe two or three times. Wow. Um, 
He would just be like, I'm just not feeling this. I can't get this right tonight. And everyone would be like, we love you. It's okay. And then some guy <laughs> would yell out, free bird. Oh, of course. Got to um, yell out free bird. Yeah, got to yell out free bird. Um, but uh, yeah, th- I mean, I can't disagree though with Jason Mraz because I felt that Ryan's um, not, I mean, I just don't think he's very good, you know? And I think Natasha kind of... She showed something. She, again, she, you know, I don't know that she's going to be a pop star, but she could regularly sing at bars or something. You know, she's a good singer. She's a good performer too. She, she has something special. I think that she could definitely, um, continue on after this show. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm not as in tune into the pop sensibility. So maybe what he was saying, cause he was really impressed. Like, I mean, he thought she was the best of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I did get that impression from him, him as well. Yeah. And I don't, and I think Kesha said something, but I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> Jojo and Jordan really did like her. And then we ended with the big build up throughout the whole night and, and right Mm-hmm. She, Jamie and Trevor. Yeah, she's gonna forget the lyrics. She's oh, she's so nervous. She's doing squats behind stage. <laughs> like I, it just I really I don't want to age shame, but she just was really showing her age with all this. We're just like, yeah. like I get being nervous. We've all been there. We're like, but. It just was. It just felt very immature the yes. way she was dealing with it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, chill out!" Like, I know that's not a helpful thing to say to someone that's nervous, but it just it was overboard. It was too much. Well, I gotta say, you know, I said to my wife, um, who is not a performer at all, and going up in front of people is like the last thing she'd ever want to do. But I have done this before, and it, I mean, it's just like doing a podcast or when you have to turn on. She mm-hmm. is, it's just, it's not even her age, right? It's, it's that she's new to this, right? to singing in front of people. And the show has like 99% of professional people who have done this before. So it's just a little, they didn't exactly, they kind of introduced her like that, but in this, you know, she said, I'm so used to being at home in my room, not mm-hmm. doing this. And I think maybe this isn't the venue to learn how to sing. I don't <laughs> think that's what this show is. You're in a competition of people who know how to do it. Right. So that's why I found it to be like you a bit annoying, even though it's understandable for a person who has not done it before, because if you have done it before, yeah, you get nervous, but you also get that, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. Like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. For sure. I'm Absolutely. going on stage. Babe. I'm going, I'm stepping on this stage to take it over. This yeah. crowd is mine, but she had none of that. And Trevor is, you know, he's, 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 oh, I guess he's Okay. Um, I just didn't think that he had enough to uplift it, you know, to lift her up. I agree. Um, I, I, I thought this performance was fine. They were very impressed by Jamie's voice. I, it, it, it felt very strained for me. It it seemed like, like Mm. neither of them were in a range that was comfortable for them. 
Um, yeah, I like that. And that's, and that, that is also shows her lack of experience too, knowing what she can do. Right. And him too. You know, I mean, look, let's, I think this dude is used to opening his mouth and ladies going, oh, you're so gorgeous. Like Katy Perry, right? You're so (laughs) gorgeous. And that's, you know, so I don't think he's really sitting there working on his singing. Right. So, yeah, I mean, their, their performance was fine. Jamie, Jamie beforehand was annoying, but I'd say the most appalling thing that happened (laughs) was that she laid down in grass in a white dress. <laughs> Have you never played sports before? Do you know how hard grass stains are to get out of clothing? Uh, oh my God. Literally, <laughs> like when I saw her lay down in, in, in that grass with that white dress, I just I just was like, oh my God, what is happening? Why is she doing this? This is bad. She, she just, she's just full of bad decisions. I just, I don't know why that bothered me so much. But I just was like, get up, get up the grass. <laughs> yeah. she, well, what are you going to do? I get, But, you know, I, actually, it did make me think. Do you think that they're dressing them? I think they're dressing them this time around. Well, I mean, they definitely dressed Becca and Danny um, from their date because they were wearing um, the outfits from that date. I I don't know. That's a good question. I think they. I think there's a little bit more of – I think they're the producers are jumping in a little bit more here, um, yeah. Because I think that they were dressing them, but yeah, because I was thinking she's she's ruining that dress probably because it's not hers. That's a true statement. You're right. Yeah, I, like, yeah that that's a very good point. So I agree with you. The producers probably are definitely dressing them, or, or someone is dressing them. Yes, but it still was a party foul. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was our last thing. You know, we then we had the rose ceremony where where the, it awkwardly happened. Um, but they still got to be in the other room, which I thought was cool. The other room thing is a sensation. And mm-hmm. they need like to that. immediately make this happen on every show now. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I, I was excited because I was like, is Chris Harrison going to give out the roses? Like he's the bachelor. And then it was just like, oh, he's calling their names and they're giving roses to each other. It which weird. It was weird, but I, I guess that's kind of the only way you can do it. I don't know. It was strange. Well, I, I, I didn't get it either because usually traditionally on a reality show, you have the competition. Okay. And then you have like top chef. Project Runway judges table, right? They discuss it with each other. They come to a conclusion. They lead us to a cliffhanger and then they're given out. And then the judges are then integrated into the giving of the prize, right? Mm. Or the winner. That's true. I really did want to hear how the judges deliberated all of the- They should have done it right there on the stage. I don't understand why they waited. You are absolutely right. It would have been 100% agree. Yeah. And they're trying to get like an audience. They want, they have this captive audience. You can't take an hour more of shooting to get them up and just have, you know, Chris Harrison, you have three judges. Guess what? That conveniently means two against one. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. stay or go home. And then they all vote and then, you know, blah, blah, do it real quick, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm maybe they're going to do that later on, 
Um, but I thought it was a missed opportunity. And I thought, save for the waiting room, um, every th- we got to come up with a name for that. The row, the, let's what do they call that in baseball within the batters in the batter circle when you're on deck? Yeah, on deck. Okay, so is it is it like on rows or so? I'm trying to come up with a pun. Um, <laughs> I'll think of one, but there's got to be a name for that room. The, save for that little bit of drama, it was just weird and annoying, and it sh- and we all pretty much knew who it was going to be, you know? Right, right. And I yeah, I mean, how- it's oh, obvious, sorry. like, the, the producers, I mean, yeah, obviously they were like, well, Becca and Danny just aren't relevant anymore to the show, so yeah. it's time for them to go, yeah. you know? So I guess it's three more episodes, so yep. it, there, there's what, f- there were five couples, right? Are um, there four now or five now? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, seven. So there's six six now. So after next week, there'll be five. Then there'll be four. So there's got to be a double elimination. So there's three in the last step. So they'll probably eliminate someone halfway through the finale or next. Or or no, there's three more episodes, right? Right. This was three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so one of them's got to be a double elimination because they usually mm-hmm. do three at the end, right? Very um, true. Okay, so that I'm, works out. Yeah, that works I'm out. very curious how the rules are going to change as we go along. Like, are they are they going <laughs> to let people like switch partners? You know, I yeah. maybe they're like maybe they're going to say you're locked in. Sorry, I don't know. I'm very curious. I'm and I'm curious to see who some of the other judges are. I know Jason and Caitlin are going to be on soon, right. which I'm, I'm really excited to see them. And I'm, I'm curious who else is going to get pulled in to oh, be a judge. You've got to bring in like Jared and Ashley I or something or. Oh, you know? I, I, th- I think I maybe have seen them in a preview. I'm okay, not sure. Good, good. I like that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, it, it will be interesting to see, you know, you could see Chris Harrison coming in and being like, okay, you all after week one, you now have a chance to switch it up and you're mm-hmm. going to give the rose to the person you want. You know what I mean? Like I do. Th- I think they should do that. I think they should yeah. definitely do that. I think it'd be an interesting twist. Yeah, I think so too, but yep. I guess that's it. That was, that was a fun episode. I, I thought that they handled the transition a little awkward, but you know, like we were saying, not too bad for a first season. Definitely keeping me entertained. Not too bad at all. I'm I'm liking it so far. Yeah. And and the music selection I thought was kind of interesting. They had some throwbacks, not too far back, you know. Um I, well they did. They had the one song that was kind of a real throwback, the one that uh Brandon and Savannah sang. Oh yeah, the cheap trick song. Yeah, so that was yeah. a bit of a throwback. So I want you to love me, right? Yeah. Yep. Um and I thought I like the way they changed it up. But but I still think you could get a little bit more creative with the song choices and get the crowd in it a little bit more. Like you know, I don't know. I I agree. I agree. Yeah i i I feel like they they shouldn't be afraid to get very creative with their arrangements. Yeah, yeah. And it's freaking Disney. It's ABC. They can get you know how many songs they have in the catalog. Like the true. You know they own Capital Cities. They own everything. So yeah. Especially now that they have American Idol, like I'm sure they have so they have the rights to so many songs. (laughs) So I I look forward to it. I think next week will be fun. 
We'll see what else is happening. We'll be back with some news and all that. We appreciate everybody listening and downloading. Subscribe on Spotify. Hey, if you came to us, I did a little Facebook ad. That's right. I'm trying to do some advertising. So if you came through us through there, thank you for clicking through. Uh, Spread the word to your friends, your family, and quarantine. And of course, listen to your heart. And I'll let Sarah take us out. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. That was awesome. All right. Solid. All right. That was a great episode. That was a good one.